At the top isn't a place, a title, or an accomplishment. It's a mindset, lifestyle, a standard that every day of your life is a new opportunity to be the best version of yourself. We're here with our guests and friends to share the stories and lessons we've learned to help you, our At The Top community, stay inspired and motivated to live at the top in your own lives. All right, today on the podcast, we're excited to have Howard Falco. Howard is a spiritual coach and a peak performance coach to college and professional athletes, CEOs, corporate executives, and, and individuals looking for a new way of overcoming life's challenges and achieving success. Howard has authored two books on the understanding of life and personal creation. His first one, which I've partially read, um, is I Am, right here. I'm very excited to finish that book here soon. I Am, The Power of Discovering Who You Really Are. Um, really good read. Um, very excited to finish it and more excited about his second book as well. Time in a Bottle, Mastering the Experience of Life. Um, I was very fortunate to come across this book. I am um, roughly 12 months ago um, due to thanks of, from Ryan Lillard. Um, he had gave me the book, um, gave me a really high good recommendation on the reading of it. And after reading it and really just kind of having a, a great understanding of how much it impacted my life. Um, I've really been able to dive into it, but um, I'll let Ryan kind of explain on how he came across this book um, a few years ago. Yeah. So uh, definitely uh, Howard's definitely had a big uh, profound impact on my life. Um, I first came across um, I am actually when I was in high school, um, I was playing a baseball tournament um, one of my one of my coaches on the team, Kevin Wilson, um, he was reading this book on the way to one of our games. And I remember just seeing the seeing the cover of it. And somehow, you know, with my 17, 18 year old brain, I was captivated by the cover. Um, very curious about it. So I asked him kind of, hey, what's what's that book about? What are you reading? And he kind of gave me a little bit of brief description, probably went straight over my, my head, I'm sure. But um <laughs> I went home, I ordered the book, um, I started reading it, and uh, the impact it had on me was, was right away. Um, I, I definitely was open to a whole new world of possibilities. Um, I ended up reaching out to Howard, expressing my, my gratitude um, for the impact he was able to provide me through his book. And uh, when I actually, when I showed up to uh, campus at Arizona State my freshman year, I first had the opportunity to uh to meet Howard and our relationship has been progressing and growing ever since and I have now read this book um four times now um it's definitely I've probably read it more than any other book I've read in my life um so it's it's one of those things that it speaks to you in different ways every single time that you read it so Howard we're uh, really excited to have you on our show today um really excited about the value um that you can provide um, with your message and the wisdom that you've, you've taught me and taught so many other people around the world. So uh, we really appreciate you joining us today. Absolutely. It's, it's my pleasure to be on. I am honored by the words uh, from both of you. Um, it's the whole purpose for the book is to have an impact on lives and help people empower their minds to realize the power of what they can create. So the fact that it's had such an impact on you, Ryan, and and the impact that's already started on you, Alan, is, is really humbling. So I'm honored to be here and I'm excited to get into it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're very excited to have you. So kind of, can you give us like a little bit of dive into your background on, you know, the, the type of people or um, 
athletes that you worked with, um, things that you've helped out with um, for, from them, business executives, um, and, and in between. Mm-hmm. Sure. So um, after the book came out, um, I really, I, when I came into to this understanding of all this wisdom and, and decided to write about it and share it, um, one of the things that I wanted to do with this type of material that's really empowering for the mind is I didn't want to go into any specific small sect with it, meaning just a spiritual audience or, or just a business audience. I wanted it to stay very wide and very mainstream. And what was really interesting is after the book came out, I started getting calls from professional athletes who had read the book, who were into this type of work for the mind and said, hey, this is what it did to help me see a different and more expanded version of myself. So I started working with a lot of athletes in all different sports from Major League Baseball to the NFL to every college sport you can imagine. I got a lot of calls from college athletes in in all the different sports. But what was interesting was I was already doing work on an individual basis with business people, with young people who were dealing with depression or anxiety or um, even suicidal thoughts. Um, I was dealing with people in relationships. I even did and still do uh, occasional couple counseling. So the work is very wide in that it goes to the core of human intention and what someone is looking to create and how to clear the path in your mind to allow your energy to work most powerfully to accomplish that. So it's, it really translates both into life and into sports, but that's, that's kind of a breath of, of the different people I've been working with. Absolutely. I I think one of the, the biggest like first realizations that I had when I, when I picked up your book is when I, when I first picked it up, just as my 18 year old self, I was thinking, how can this help me in athletics? Like my, my coach was reading the book. He told me it would help me out. Um, that's where my mind was at at the time. How can this help me on athletics? But as I started reading the book, I realized that the impact stretched far beyond um, just athletics. It was about, you know, how I view myself, how I view the world. Um, the possibilities that could potentially open up for myself. And that's kind of when you realize too, that there is no, just like a sports help book. It's not just a sports help right. book. It's not just a life help book. Um, the two are intertwined. Um, so, you know, if, if on the personal side, I'm not where I'm supposed to be mentally. Uh, I know that on the field, that wasn't going to be where I, where I was supposed exactly. to be mentally to achieve yep. my, my personal peak performance. Um, yeah. So that's definitely the biggest impact that I saw immediately. Um, and then also just the power that you have to choose who you want to be or what you want your path to go in any moment. Um, and I know that you have experienced that as well. I know the first, like the introduction of your book, you talked about that you were in the finance industry to start with. Mm-hmm. And this kind of, this information kind of just came to you um, really out of nowhere um, per yeah. se. And so speak a little bit about how you were able to transition from, you know, your career in the finance industry to, to what you've been able to do now with your books and the, and the other services you've been able to provide for the athletes and the executives. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you make a really important point though, about the crossover between life and sports. Like when you're dealing with the mind, it, you can only go so far with focus and meditation and, and imagining what you want to create. Ultimately, you have to go deep within yourself to change the way you view yourself for all that energy to start flowing with power in the right direction towards what you want to accomplish. Because you can work really hard on the outside to try and achieve something. But if you're not in touch with what your real deep truth is about yourself, it's going to be like trying to swim upstream. 
You're going to be against right. the current of what your truth is. And so that's why self-awareness is such a key to mental strength. Um, so I thought that's a really interesting point, Ryan. As far as how this wisdom came to me, and it was one of the most exciting things that I, I offer the reader in the book, which is this idea that life wants to teach us. It wants to bring us awareness and understanding. Why? So we can expand our understanding so that we can create because life is infinitely creative. And so as when I woke up to that, I started to become very, quote, mindful of how things in my life were affecting me. And I was in the finance business, but I was always very, very curious about the nature of life and existence. I wanted to know the answers to a lot of the bigger existential questions. Why are we here? Why do some people suffer? Why do some people um, deal with war all the time? You know, all the different big questions about life. You know, what is all this canopy of stars above our head? Infinite number of stars every night. I mean, you want to blow your mind on any night, just go out in the wilderness and look up and just stare into that. It, you can't help but be in a state of awe and wonder. So I was very curious and neat, was really looking for the answers to these questions. Thought I was checking off all the things that would make me happy in life. So I fell in love and got married, had two kids, got a degree at Arizona State in finance, went into the finance business, thought these were the things that were going to fulfill me. And as I was checking them off the list, I was getting more nervous because I wasn't getting to that state of peace and contentment. And I thought, okay, the last thing, you know, the American dream, it's gotta be millions of dollars. And one day I realized that was not the answer that, that because I was working with a lot of people with money who weren't very happy. And so I thought, okay, that's, that's really not the answer. And then I got really scared because I thought, okay, for the first time in my life, I'm out of answers. So what is it? And so that was a moment where I just kind of relented to life, the universe, cosmos, God, whatever your spirituality is. And I said, I'm ready to know. I'm ready to understand more. And I was in a very receptive state, meaning that I was not afraid of how any new information was going to change my mind or the way I looked at myself. So I was very raw and open. And over the next two weeks after that deep questioning, um, I was in a seminar for the finance industry. The guy was talking about how you create everything as it relates to trading and how much you're going to invest in something, how long you're going to be in it, whether you make money or lose money. It's all based on your decisions, your emotional reactions. You're creating that moment. And something struck a chord in me when he said that. And in one instant, I realized somehow that this happiness that I was looking for out here had nothing to do with me collecting information and or, or collecting materialism or, or things out here. It had to do with my perception and reaction in here. And just knowing that the power was in here to control the way that I felt and experienced life was enough to like give me huge relief. The second thing that blew me away was I had asked this question to life about, hey, what's this all about? And here I am in this seminar for the finance industry. And yet, you know, even though the instructor was speaking, it was really life speaking to me. And I thought, wow, that's really cool. And then it hit me that life's doing this all the time. And not to blow too many minds, but it's happening in this very moment, right? So in, in a certain way. So I just, I was blown away by that interaction and the understanding of that connection, which made me a very mindful person and I kept asking bigger questions, realizing I had sort of opened Pandora's box 
You know, now I could ask questions and just be present, wait for the answer to come in. And six months later, I had what I call sort of a category 10 epiphany where <laughs> it's, it's almost an unspeakable how much insight rushed in at one moment. But that was the catalyst for the life-changing event um, expansion of my mind where I said, okay, I want to write and share this with people and let them know, A, that this is possible, B, they're worthy, C, this is how it works. Yeah, you know, D, this is how you discover yourself, you know, E, this is the unlimited potential for you. So I poured it all into I am and, and then eventually into time in a bottle as well. So that was how it all, that's the short story, Ryan, you know, <laughs> right. of how it shifted, but there's a lot more to it, but that's a short story. Yeah, I think it's um, incredible just of having that, like you said, that category 10 epiphany of just coming to realization, but more so just the understanding and the knowledge of not trying to force anything. You know, like you said, you're fully receptive. You're fully open to whatever answers life is ready to throw at you. I think that's probably the biggest thing is just being open and understanding that, you know, what you get, you might not want or you might not like right. and you might not be happy with, but it's the truth and the truth hurts. Wow. You know, that's, that's right. something that, um, that my dad, I remember telling me when I was, as I was a kid, is that, you know, the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. And so the sooner yeah, you're able to accept absolutely. that and, and to digest that, um, will help you in so many different avenues. Yeah. yeah. So I think, um, like when you, when you speak on, you know, acceptance of what the truth is, is presenting you, Howard, I think you were the first person to really open my mind. Um, when it comes to just accepting what life is offering you in the current moment. And I think, uh, the kind of the paradigm that I, that, sh that shifted for me when I had first uh, spoken to you, um, when we were having our sessions is as an 18 year old kid and as an athlete, you know, you think you kind of have the world by the tail. Um, mm. You've had a lot of success at an early age, um, but then you get to those higher levels in, in sports, especially, and you start facing a lot of failures. And I remember I definitely had a lot of um, issues dealing with failure, um, whether it was, it was fear of it or whether it was, you know, me dealing with it um, afterwards. But I think, uh, you know, the way you changed my mindset on it was dealing with failure as it comes and accepting failure for what it is as just a, learn, a learning experience from then on out. I'm not failing. I'm learning a new way to do something. And I think uh, for a lot of the young athletes that, that listen to this, um, that's something that could be life-changing, not only for your sports career, but also um, in your personal life as well, that when, when failure happens, um, it's all gonna, always going to happen to us. It's inevitable. Um, you have a totally different way of looking at it when you realize that anything is possible after this moment. Very well said. I think the quote that, that really summarizes that is that once you have faith in yourself about what you're going to accomplish, and that's no small feat too. That's a process to get to that. But once you have total faith in what you're going to accomplish, then each experience, it's not about failure. It becomes a matter of either you're going to win or you're going to learn. Those are right. the only two options after that. And once you, you, you have that kind of trust in life where instead, you know, a lot of people, you know, can fall into the victimhood mentality. Oh, look what happened to me, or I got a bad deal here, or this coach doesn't like me, or that guy's not throwing it to me right, or, you know, whatever. It, either you trust life or you don't at some point. And I, I tell people, look, life is what birthed you into existence. How can you not trust that? 
out of the cosmos, you're birthed into existence. How do you not trust a universe that gave rise to you? And once you, once you kind of get into that sort of openness, even though you don't have it figured out yet, just that you're like, okay, instead of looking at life, like from a, from a negative perspective, or it's out to get me, I'm going to look at it like maybe all these things are trying to give me insight to actually help me to get to where I want to go. And that's when you get, as I tell athletes, don't get angry and things don't go your way. Get curious. You want to get curious. And that opens the door and puts you in a state where you can receive, as Alan was talking about, that truth that keeps, you know, when you ask for something to get created, life starts to knock on your door with the insight you need. And if you don't listen and you still want it, life's going to knock a little harder and you still want it. And you're not answering the door. Eventually life's going to bust down your door with some truth. And it's probably going to be a little uncomfortable when it happens, but it's because of the connection, the, the unconditional love, the, the unconditional support of life that it will not stop bringing you awareness until you finally allow it in. And I think that's why it helps to get into a state where you're more trusting of it because it'll help you in your receiving of it. So it'll shorten time for it, so to say. Yeah. Getting to that acceptance stage is something that's very difficult. Like you kind of talked about of just being very open and, and knowing that you're either going to win or learn, you know, something personally for me, how I've dealt with failures or um, negative things that have happened to me, whether it be on or off the field, is is that same mentality it, it's to either i'm winning or i'm learning and wow. in situations where i fail miserably it's more so the way i look at it is that i only have so many failures that i can have in my life until i'm gone and so when i come across one and i'm down i realize that I'll, that's one less failure i'll ever have and that's just kind of a way that i'm wow. able to digest it and to realize that i'm one step closer to being where I want to be. What a great and, and way. That's something that I think that, that really resonates with me and something that I try to um, instill in, in, in Ryan and, and other people and friends of just kind of, you know, it's, it's all about your mind and how you perceive things. So if you get the right perception, um, kind of going back to that whole win or win or learn mentality, um, I think it's just so powerful and, and it's so strong. And, and when you get a full understanding and grasp of it, you know how to channel that energy how to mm -hmm. how to get your mind focused and to not think negative thoughts or to be in that negative state for too long you know I, and even if you do get to that negative state it doesn't mean it's a bad thing you know mm -hmm. it's, it's not necessarily um you know you can't have negative thoughts you can't be down in the dumps you know we are human no one's perfect our emotions you know vary off of so many different things constantly around us and so being aware of that and understanding that um, helps you kind of have a more center balance. And, and, and like you said, I think we talked about it yesterday of just kind of getting that pendulum to the same level and not be swinging or lopsided. Right. And that is really, really well said. And it's obviously uh, no coincidence. You are where you are, you know, after your challenges by having that type of an attitude, there is a great power in optimism, and I'm going to use the F word here, which is faith. And when you understand what that word really means, there's also a religious connotation to this, but, but from a bigger universal perspective, faith just means that you trust what is happening in your life, the life that brought you into existence, and you're going to trust 
the interplay and that you're going to find the nugget of learning in it. So you said there's only so many failures you can have because you had underneath it a great faith that you were going to get to where you wanted to go. And then now whatever those goals are for you as a professional athlete going further, you're in the same process again. And, and more information is going to make its way in so that you can achieve higher and higher and higher results. So someone who's open to that sort of greases the wheel on the acceleration of the creative process. I do want to say one thing because a lot of people probably are listening and saying, okay, um, but how do you get yourself out of the negativity? How do you get yourself out of the negative trap? And that's some of the deeper self-awareness work that I think each individual has to do to kind of rewire their mindset to not default to the fear aspect and the negativity aspect when something happens, but to the opportunity aspect of what's going on and saying to themselves, okay, what's the opportunity in the challenge? When I work with athletes or individuals in, in any part of life, I tell them that when they're challenged with something, it's not happening to you, it's happening for you. Therefore, look at it as a great opportunity. What's the opportunity? To really stand in the face of life, look up and say, hey, give me what you got because I am not going anywhere. This is not going to stop me. It may cause me to alter course a little bit or reroute a little bit to get to the destination, but it's not going to stop me from getting there. And I know that this is a great opportunity for me to say basically who I am because when you say this is who you are, you can't fool the universe. That's why the book is titled the way it is. Once you say that, you have to go out and validate it. And life will actually push you to that validation point in order to vet you out, to make sure that you are who you say you are. Because when you're trying to go to a high level, especially in sports, the funnel gets tighter and tighter. Therefore, the verification process from life gets tighter. The tolerances get tighter. The people that really, really want to be there and have worked for it and have the belief and have the grit and have the determination and have the faith, those are the people that, that enter that space. And if not, then there's another route waiting for you that might be even bigger or better. You just don't know it yet. So anyways, that's, that's part of that, that, that basis of understanding and awareness that needs to be underneath the process. I think one of the one of the most important things or takeaways that I've gotten from you uh, in both of your books is the power of defining who you are and who you want to be. Because um, without, I feel like without a, a concrete definition or of who you want to be in your head, then you kind of revert to, like you said, that reactional state. These things are happening to me. They're not happening for me. But if I have, if I'm defining who I am in my head, it gives me clarity of where I want to go with my life. And then that turns those failures. It turns those setbacks into where you're in a state where those are happening for you. Right. It may not be a, a positive thing in that moment, but I can spin this into a positive thing down the road. If I know where I'm going, what path I'm going to be on. That's it, a great point, Ryan. I think that um, um, when you, when you say that, when you make those I am statements, you, you, you're, you're like, it's like plugging information into your GPS system of what the destination destination is that you want to go. Right. Then you're set on the path. Then you have to go out and you have to fulfill that. You have to go demonstrate who you are. And part of that is changing your attitude 
on the inside to something that someone that sees something more powerful and more positive for them. And if you don't, life's going to vet out the idea that, hey, your mind is not right because you keep going to the negative. You keep distracting yourself. And look, a lot of people are working out of, um, let's first start with genetics, the way that their previous histories have socialized, the way that they've survived, the way that their brains have been wired to protect themselves. So if there's a very negative connotation throughout the family history, then you have to, you have to be smart enough to, um, to outsmart those genetics and to change them. There's also nurturing. Everybody's nurtured different as a child and told different things. You have to, again, you have to outgrow that and look for the positive versus what maybe, maybe if your childhood experience was negative, which millions have been. Um, and then personal experience. If you've had setbacks before, your mind remembers that and it can trigger a negative reaction at first. You have to catch those. These are the things that you have to alter in your mind by being very mindful. And, but you have to buy into this process. If you don't buy in, you're going to default. But by setting a new I am statement, it sort of puts you to the test of, hey, this is who you said you want to be. Does that attitude or that reaction align with that I am statement that you said you were? Is that what a professional would do? Is that a professional reaction to that experience? And that's all sometimes a coach or a friend has to say in order for someone to say, no, you're right. That is not aligned with what I, who I want to be. But the beautiful thing is it doesn't matter what you've done up to this moment in the last five years, two weeks, or five minutes. Each moment, life gives you this beautiful opportunity to define, declare, and demonstrate who you want to be. So you could change everything just from this moment forward. And that was another hopeful thing is that each moment is like a brand new moment of quote rebirth where you can say, okay, from this moment forward, this is who I'm going to be. And then you work from here. I think what's um, so beautiful about the I am um, just the statement of it too. And kind of tying with with ATT and at the top, it's very circumstantial. It's very in the moment. It's right now. Right now I can say I am Alan Lazard the co-host to this podcast. And this is the, this is how I'm presenting myself. You know, this isn't the same person that you're going to see on Sundays playing football games. And I think it's, it's the awareness of knowing who to choose and who you want to be in every given moment and realizing that you don't always have to be that person, or you don't always have to be of that nature. Um, and kind of getting a full understanding of that. And with that, and like you said, just the power of choosing who you are right now. You said right now you can change your life forever. Um, just with the, the idea and the knowledge of you get a pick and decide what happens to you and, and how to go out there and react to things that um, the world gives to you. Exactly. I think that's a good point that, you know, who you are on Sundays, you know, that mental state that you put yourself in in prepping to step onto the field is a completely different version of yourself than you are right now. But that's OK. That's where you have some balance in life. And some people think they've got to be in that mindset every single moment. That's coming from fear that if I'm not in this mindset, I'm going to lose out. Right. But someone who has faith in themselves and knows when it comes game time or it comes to prepare or a day out from the game, when you you start getting yourself into that mindset, you're fine. You can still be after that, the person that you want to be. And as long as it's aligned with your values, but, right. but that's balance in life. That's having a good, um, 
slice up to your pie and some good balance in who you are as a, as a human being and an individual and having faith that when, when it comes time, you'll be there, you'll be ready. Um, so, but, but it's, that's built on preparation, faith, knowing. So it's powerful. Right. And when you, when you talk about faith, I remember when I first, uh, had referred Alan, um, to your book, there's one, um, instance that or story that really stands out to me and how strong um his faith is um just in, in himself as a football player and himself as a person um but you know after after alan um went undrafted out of college um didn't have a credited season with jacksonville gets picked up by green bay um he was visiting me in the off season and i remember he he had about a five minute, it seemed like just so he was talking to himself for about five minutes. I was in the room, but he was just talking to himself about all the things that were going to happen, positive things that were going to happen in his career. And I remember asking the question like, Hey, have you ever thought about, you know, what, what if these things don't happen? What are you going to do? And he just kind of paused for a little bit and he was like, never even thought about it. And so that kind of speaks to you on the, on the faith, the power of the faith that he has in himself. And I think everyone um, that has achieved a high level of success can speak on that as well in their own personal terms. I'm sure you can, Howard. I know I can as well. Um, but handling failures in a different way or looking at them in a different light and really just having faith as kind of the, back, the backbone of the whole entire thing. Yeah, wow, that's a powerful story. And that's to the absolute nature, Alan, of your belief and your focus. And when you're operating out of that level of, of knowing, you know, there's a huge difference between thinking you're going to do something and knowing you're going to do something. Because thinking still contains doubt. And that's okay. Some people, you know, as long as it's 95.5, you can still be in thinking. But when you get to, <clears throat> you know, when you get to knowing, that's when sort of the magic of the universe conspires with you because life is here to express its infinite creativity from a bigger, more macro existential sense or cosmological sense. It's here to express its infinite nature. And since we're all a piece of that universe and as human beings, we have the ability to determine who we want to be for each thing we're trying to accomplish. There's a different path, right? If I want to go hike Camelback mountain, I could get that knocked out today at some point, <laughs> um, but, but if I want to go climb Mount Kilimanjaro, there's a whole new level of awareness, understanding, process, timeframe, preparation, risk factors, determination, finances. I mean, it's a whole different thing. So we all have these, these intentions we want to create, but life will support each individual on their creative journey with the right conditions. And when you get to that absolute knowing that you're going to do it, it's like life can start to speed up the conditions it flows to you, the people, the places, the right events, um, the right information starts to make its way into your awareness. I kidded earlier that listening to this podcast is no coincidence for anybody that's hearing it. You had to ask questions to at least get this information to flow into you. Not because it's me, it could be anybody doing this. But the point is, to me, not to sound weird, but it, it is life speaking, right? And so that's exciting. It's exciting to know that it's providing a piece of information. And for everybody listening, they're going to take either a large part out of this or just a little, or they'll forget about it tomorrow. Um, but nonetheless, that's how life works. And so the stronger the faith and the belief, 
the faster the information will come in and then you'll be put to the test to see if you're going to respond and react um, in a way that's going to move you along. Remember, there's no guarantee in life on anything, nothing. Once you realize that, it allows you to go into the process um, with less ignorance about what could happen. Because when things do happen, you'll be more open to say, okay, what does this mean? How is this for me? And how is this moving my path? If it's not eventually going to be A, then what, what is it that I don't know that's unfolding that may take years for me to look back and go, wow, I understand now why that happened. There's something greater that was waiting for me. So it could be A, or it could ultimately end up being something else. But that's, that's that full trust in life. All right. And kind of going back to um, Ryan's story about me and um, kind of time what you were talking about too. Um, I remember him asking me, you know, like, do you think you'd ever get cut? Um, and, and like I said, I, I it never once pondered through my mind, never once thought about it. But the truth um, and the reality was, you know, several months later, I ended up did getting cut. Wow. And that was, you know, another hard test, another realization because I didn't think about those things, you know, and especially with the performance I was having, I didn't think that was even really a realistic possibility. And most people did it at the time, but just because that was the result at the, of the moment doesn't mean that was the forever outcome. You know, it was more so just like me realizing that, all right, now I have to go back to square one and readjust my game plan on how I'm going to be attacking things. What did I do wrong? You know, how can I be better? I think wow. that's probably the most important thing is, you know, going back to failures and teaching lessons wow. and what the universe presents to you and how you digest it. You know, you, wow. you can digest it however way you want to. If it, it, that could have easily been a, a moment where I just broke. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot exactly. of people do break. You know, I end up being on the practice squad, I get called up, um, you know, and I, and I get very, very limited opportunities to be successful. I mean, I was just very fortunate. Um, want to be put in those positions to, to um, showcase my talents my value and also obviously having, you know, great teammates and a support system around me that believed in me as well. Um, but the kind of going back, it's just, it's all about just how you digest it and how you want to, how you want to consume the things that are being presented to you um, face to face and just having that unbelievable faith and knowing that no matter where you want to go, it's not going to be a straight path. You know, no, you can get in a car right now. You want to go to the store. It's never a direct line. You know, you got to take a right, you got to take a left, you got to right. stop at the stop sign. Traffic, but yeah. You got to hit a red light. You don't know what's going to happen to you. Um, and, and, the, and the destination with life is the same way as well. It's never a direct path. Um, you know, there's, there's different curves, there's different stoppage, there's different um, holds, you know, that you are presented with life. And, and so just having that knowledge and that understanding will help you consume things a lot better and to make acceptance for them and to understand, okay, well, why did this happen? And then you, then you take a step back and reevaluate things from, from square one instead of like, okay, I can kind of see why I'm in this position now. You know, this is where I think I did wrong. All right, let me change this. Let me do this a little bit better. Let me stop doing that. And let's see what the results are. And then, you know, it's just a constant process of trial and error. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's no one just comes in this world born perfect. <laughs> Right, you know, exactly. It's quote unquote, there's been one person that's well, ever done yeah. it. Yeah, or so, born exactly made for what they want to do, right? Yeah. Exactly. So just yeah. understand that process that you're going to fail, you're going to have hiccups, you're going to have um, negative things that happen to you, 
um, and, and just being well aware of that will help you get to more successful and happier moments um, and more fulfilling moments in your life. What a powerful story um, about that. So it wasn't even on your mind to be cut. Usually when you eliminate all the possibilities and you conclude something 100%, life loves to throw that curveball just to show you, quote, infinite possibilities. So I say you got to keep your mind open to, to anything as possible. Yeah. But you didn't flinch. What you said was, hey, okay, that's a little bit of a curveball. Didn't really think that was going to happen. But how can I be better and respond to that in order to fulfill what I believe and have ultimate faith in? There's a quote in the book that says, faith isn't faith until it's all you're holding on to. And when you're in those moments where you don't know what's going to happen because you were startled by something that you didn't think could happen, that's when you have to say, I trust that it's going to be okay no matter what. Now, what can I do now to respond to this to continue? And I think that ability, Alan, of yours, because of that bedrock you were sitting on of who you are and what you were going to ultimately accomplish in your life, allowed you to simply immediately accept the situation, not resist it, because that's a big part of this, actually something we should probably speak about, is how powerful acceptance is to your creative essence and mental strength. And most people don't want to accept situations because they think that it's going to continue. It's not about accepting it for tomorrow or next week. It's just accepting the truth of what's going on right now, because that's what life is always wanting you to do is, hey, until you acknowledge this, you can't move further. You're, if you're in resistance, you're going to pull at your creative energy. So you just immediately accepted it and said, how do I get better? What do I need to do? And basically no time was wasted on your path in rerouting and recorrecting to get to where you wanted to go. As a matter of fact, it was probably a test to the universe that accelerated your path. Because, you know, I mean, in sort of a facetious way, the universe probably sat back and said, wow, that was a quick adjustment. <laughs> this guy's, <laughs> this guy knows where he he's going. It. All right. He, he gets, gets it. It definitely created, it. <laughs> it created a sense of urgency. Um, you know, it definitely, mm -hmm. you know, kind of kicked me in the butts, so to speak, you know, being where I was um, with my career, the realization that, you know, I'm, I'm getting pretty close to the average career um, length. Um, so if I'm getting close to that and I'm not having the success I thought I have, you know, more than likely this, this dream and, the, and this hope and this idea of, of where I wanted to go was very close to being gone, just like that. So um, kind of like you said, just the acceptance state, right? Like when I first mm -hmm. got that phone call, um, you know, I cried. You know, I was hurt, mm -hmm. you know, physically, emotionally, spiritually, mm -hmm. I was lost. Um, but a huge reason why I was able to, to, to bounce back from that acceptance because of my support system. I have guys like him, um, my family, awesome. my parents, um, and, and, you know, I have a really good friend group and some teammates that have always been very supportive and behind my back and um, in the same mind frame as me as well. So having that positivity and, and the support system um, is a huge, huge part of success as well. Mm -hmm. It's never just one person. It's never just right. an individual. Um, you know, it's, it's accumulation of, of Thanks those around you. you know, you're a product of your environment. And so if you put the right people in your circle, in your corner, and that's probably a, a huge hard thing too to understand, like you said, um, with genetics and everything, you know, some people are just born into this. You're born into these families, this crowd, this community, and you don't know how to escape it because you don't know anything else outside of that. So mm -hmm. having the, the whereabouts and the knowledge of that, of being able to put yourself in the best position to be successful with the right people will just speed up that process and it'll help you have a more clear vision. 
Wow. Very, very, very well said. Excellent. Yeah. I think even people that are in tough situations, you know, the message that I'd like to offer is one, one of the things I realized when all this happened was, you know, I didn't study for this information. I didn't go sit with anybody in India. I didn't go to theology school. I, um, so it, it proved that if I could receive this understanding on positivity and the power of creation, every single human being is worthy of it. So each individual is worthy of peace and happiness and, and fulfillment in life, whatever that ends up being. So the reason I'm presenting that is because I would hope that it would help people look more at the optimistic side. As uncomfortable as it may seem at first, if you're used to a lot of trauma in your life or negativity, that is the pathway to something different because the, the focus on something positive shows that you're ready to experience something different, that you want to change the definition of who you are and what you've experienced. You want those I am statements to fulfill as it relates to what you dream about and what you imagined for yourself. So it, it starts with an uncomfortable move to more positivity, more optimism, looking at the bright side, changing people in your life sometimes that aren't supportive of that or that want to hold you back in the old state, which you know, people tend to do sometimes because they don't want the light shined on, on them as being negative. And if you become positive, it shines a little bit more light on their negativity. And sometimes you have to make some tough decisions in order to break free and to start experiencing a new life. But everybody is worthy. Of it. I think like when you, when you say tough decisions, um, when, you, when you have like your I am statement defined to you and you, you know who you are, it actually makes those, it makes those situations a little bit easier in my mind. Yeah, it might yeah. be a tough situation, but you know who you are. You know what you have to wow. do. A failure might present itself to you or you know, maybe you need to cut someone out of your life that could be toxic. Yeah, it might be tough in that moment, but it also feels easy because the way you feel afterwards, after you accept what is, you feel totally free. And it could be, we talk a lot about the big things that happen. Um, but it also just a little everyday things too. Um, when you, when you have the understanding that, that things are happening for you, it's really just a, it's really just a breath of, of fresh air. And you know that this is the path that I'm supposed to be on. So yeah, it might be tough right now, but I'm going to have faith in myself. I'm going to have faith in this moment. And that, I think that's really where, where the power really comes from. Yeah. It's um, the, I say the top domino as how they all fall after the one domino is the, you know, what you truly adopt on who you are. It makes everything kind of flow in the direction that you want to go. And when you're working against that, when you're trying to change the outside without changing the inside, it's really working against the grain, so to speak. So what you're talking about, I mean, I'm impressed. I'm impressed with, super impressed with both of you. Like you guys, it's no doubt you guys are who you are and you where you're at right now. So, um, Awesome. I can't imagine the lives both of you are going to change. Um, and that's what, yeah, that's what, uh, that's what at the top is all about. That's why we, we started this. Um, we know like, you know, the message that you're providing in your book, it's really just uh, a reflection of what at the top is. Um, we know how it's changed our life. And um, that's really our goal with this too, is to impact as many people as we can. Um, you've had the opportunity to impact thousands of people with your books, um, with your the services that you're able to provide the people 
Um, so that's, that's really our goal with this too. And it's, it's pretty amazing just how everything ties together. And uh, we want to give as much value to people as we possibly can impact as many people in as many different ways as we possibly can and show them that really anything is possible. Um, when you have faith in yourself, when you believe in yourself, um, so, you know, that's, that's why we had this whole thing going. That's, it's incredible. It's awesome. I, I got goosebumps, you know, it's, uh, it's great great work you're doing with the platform. And, uh, I'm so honored that, that this work is a, is a part of this. And I was able to, to, you know, to, to share this. I, um, there's so many people out there that don't have an understanding of this that are kind of going through life, trying to figure it out and sort of wandering out of their own genetics, upbringing, nurturing, personal experiences. And it's amazing how one bit of insight can shift a perspective that can begin to take someone down a completely different path if they're ready and willing to go down it, if they're open to it. Um, so it's, it's interesting in the world, especially dealing with so many high level athletes, just how many few people really are comfortable with joy and success at a big level. And it takes a little bit to welcome that into your life and not feel like you don't deserve it right? Because again, the truth is, if you're born into existence, you matter. You, you are of 100% value and worth. No one is more worthy than you of anything in the world. No one less worthy, but no one more worthy. And I think that's a big starting point for people to, to be in this journey. So kudos to you guys. And it's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, to wrap up where, if someone wanted to get their hands, um, on either one of your books, what's the best place they can go, um, to purchase sure. these? So, um, a couple places. So, uh, obviously Amazon has both I am and time in a bottle on it. Um, uh, Barnes and Noble also has it. Independent bookstore should have it. It's on, uh, iBooks on Apple iBooks on Kindle. Um, it's, it's on audiobook as well. Um, and then the other two resources for my work, would be um, howardfalco.com, which has more of the breadth of my work in, in life and sports. And then the sports website is totalmindsports.com is where all the information is on, on the books and uh, the podcasts that I do. And then, of course, lastly, I'm on Instagram, um, Facebook. I actually have a TikTok where I put a lot of wisdom out on it. So <laughs> trying, to, trying to help that venue have some more uh, positive stuff Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. You know. Um, we definitely, uh, Howard, definitely really appreciate um, you joining us today. And uh, for anyone, you know, who wants to get their hands on book, on Howard's book, um, you definitely won't regret it. It's definitely one of the, the biggest uh, turning points in my life when I was able to come across this information. And uh, Howard, I can't tell you how much appreciation I have for you um, and what you've done for, for me, what you've done for Alan, what you've done for, uh, for thousands of others as well. Um. Thank you guys so much, Ryan. I can't tell you how much those words mean to you. Alan, you're an absolute inspiration with what you're doing and how you've, you know, like I said, how, how many lives you guys are going to change, I can't even imagine. So best to the both of you with this endeavor. I know it's going to soar. And Alan, the best to you with your career, which, man, you're just getting started. <laughs> so. Yeah, always a great conversation with you. Um, and, and looking forward to many more here in the future. Same here. Uh, I'd be happy to be on Anytime. And I'll, I'll leave with one last quote, which is one of my favorite quotes in the work and something I, I open up every speech with, uh, which is this. If you knew how powerful you really are, you would never stop smiling.
It's amazing. It's huge. Yeah, amazing. It's huge. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, you for sharing that call with us. Um, thank you again um, for joining us today. Absolutely. And thank you to all those listening. And, you know, we really hope this message and the few of these podcasts, um, you know, are able to help you get to the destination that you want to in life. So thank you guys for joining us today on the At The Top Podcast. I'm Alan Lazar with Ryan Lillard and Howard Falco. So thank you again. And God bless. Yeah.